peace and abundance, y'all. This is the This God is Closed podcast, a platform dedicated to empowering Afro-Indigenous women with healing, glowing, and tapping into the goddess within Ashe. This is a safe space for us to see ourselves in our holistic capacity, our complexities as divine feminine. Okay, this is a safe space for us to be in our soft nature, for us to express the moments when we want to be a little tough. That balance, okay, uh, the the polarity, us tapping into our fullness as divine feminine beings. This podcast will host both interviews with other divine feminine with divine masculine when when necessary to understand and understand our counterparts. And other episodes will just include me speaking easily and freely with downloads, with tarot readings, with um, messages that are, I'm just called to share. If you want to tap in with us, be sure to. We are communing every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I love you and I look forward to talking to you. Peace. Peace, peace, peace and abundance, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the This God is Closed podcast. I'm your host, Zakia Chase. This God is Closed is a podcast dedicated to helping melanated women, Afro-Indigenous women, heal, grow, and tap into the goddess within. So let's pick apart the Afro-Indigenous part. Um, I'm learning a lot more about our ancestry, about our true history um, as... Uh, many of us melanated individuals have lineage here in the Americas. So that's where the indigenous part comes from. We are indigenous, meaning the original people, the first inhabitants um, across uh, the fucking globe, pretty much. Like we find traces of our ancestors where to the point where they'll they'll test the DNA and there's the same hablo groups or something like that like E1 B1 I don't y'all don't get me to go into all of that I'm not into all the sciencey stuff but this is something that you can do your research on yourself so me learning that many of us are indigenous to the Americas that's why I started changing my verbiage and how I address melanated people so black we can go into that. That's a whole conversation for another day. This is not the purpose of this this episode. This episode is really giving me giving myself permission to speak freely. I probably should have said that before, but fuck it. It's, it's, it is implied. I don't have to like explicitly express it. But um, yeah, I just wanted to you know express and you know clarify or not even clarify, just give some insight as to why like I've you know, change that part of the intro because I'm evolving and I'm learning more and more about myself, learning more and more about the amazing, beautiful people that I come from. Um, It's amazing how, you know, colonization and, um, you know, white supremacy has really done a number on us because I really remember when I say indigenous, like a lot of our ancestors are some of the first nations some of the a part of some of the first tribes uh that were here when Columbus arrived if you ever read the book uh they were here before Columbus um a lot of those tribes were us 
But we were just never taught that. We were just taught that, oh, we were just bought here on boats. Like when you look at like uh, old depictions of Indians, I'm doing air quotes because that was the misnomer. That's what they were um, incorrectly uh, referred to as. Um, They're dark, 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 dark people. But what we're shown is something totally different, like in the history books and in and when we're indoctrinated in these schools. So that's a conversation for another day. I don't really want to go too much into that, especially because I'm just scratching the surface. I truly don't know like in great depth about it. Um, but I do know colonization, um, white supremacy. I'm looking for another word, but it's slipping me. It'll come to me. Um, it really did a number. Like they, they had us in mental bondage, like, and really had us thinking that we were just like our our ancestry, our history is just slaves. Like, we, like what were we doing before that, bro? Like, come on. That's what really made me dive deep. Like, my daughter was in school, um, and I just was like downtown shopping or whatever. And I seen, I came across this guy who was selling books and crystals or whatever. And I just bought a bunch of books. And one of the books was what they don't tell you in history school. I mean, in history class. And I'm just like, I love history. And I didn't learn any of this shit. Like, I love history. Like, I really love history. I like the phrase that if you don't know your history, you're damned to repeat it. So I love history. I just like to know, like, I like to see, like, how we can avoid things or how certain things are still playing out today. So, like, I just bought a bunch of books. Like, there's a book I have. I'm looking at it right now. It's called Black God. And it talks about how um, the depictions of earlier gods, like, that you see in Hinduism, that you see in Christianity, like the Mary and Jesus photo, that was originally two dark, dark, dark-hued people. Um, the Buddha, the, the original Buddha, what, what had fucking cornrows. There's images in these, in this book as well. So I was just dot, like going down a rabbit hole and it was just giving me so much appreciation for my people. Um, and it, it kind of like brings a little like frustration when I see like movies and things like that of us. And there's all, it's always about slavery, bro. Like we're, there's so much more. Why aren't people talking? Like, I love that they just made a movie about like, um, I'm using air quotes, black cowboys. Cause black is a color. Like nobody, black is not a nationality. That's something that we can talk about another day as well. Black is not a nationality. Um, like where where in the world can you go and find a a continent a country a a city where you know black people come from what the fuck does that mean that is such an empty empty identification it's like for us to just say oh yeah i'm black but what does that connect you to if you say i'm pakistanian you know you're associated with a landmass called pakistan you if i say i am even if you say you're african what does that mean what does it mean? Even if you say you're African-American, okay, I have, that one kind of like makes me feel a little bit better to say, um, you know, I have ancestry in Africa and I also have ancestry in America. Like, you know, I have like, uh, you know, relatives, loved ones, you know, who were originally in both of these places, but it's really not as specific as saying I am Nigerian. I am uh, Cambodian. I am Colombian. I am this, I am that. Like nationality is about like the landmass that, you know, is associated with like, what are you indigenous? Are you the original peoples in a certain place? Like, where do your people come from? You know, 
um, what is your genealogy? Like I'm, I, I got a book. I haven't cracked it open yet. This is why I'm saying I'm only scratching the surface. Everything that I'm saying, um, take with a grain of salt, do your own research. But I just wanted to like, you know, talk a bit more about, um, the, the change in me, like the evolution, like the more I grow, I want to share, you know, what I've, what I've learned. And I'm not going to go too deep because there's other stuff that I've learned as well, but those are conversations for intimate connections because not everybody is there yet, you know, but just, this is why, you know, I've changed the verbiage to Afro-Indigenous because, um, for a while I was saying like, this podcast was dedicated to helping black women. Who the fuck is black? I'm looking at my skin right now. It's, it's ashy as fuck. I just washed my hands because it just came out the bathroom. It's ashy. <laughs> it's brown, kind of brown. There's like hints of brown. There's other different. But I, I'm not know who's black. Like okay, some of us are. You know, uh, have higher. Uh, was this higher content of melanin? That's why I say melanated people because the scientific word for our skin looking the way it is is having being doped up with melanin like so it's like I'm not we not black I don't even know why we took pride in like calling ourselves something that somebody else called us like and then they got us further from um who we truly are and how we can like get access to certain things like when we we identify as black that like keeps us away from all these like let's say you find out that you you know your 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 ancestors were part of the what's the tribe here there's one in Delaware. There's a there's a um First Nation uh Native American tribe here. I can't think of it. It's in Delaware. There's also one. Let me just say the first one that comes up. Let's say you find out your ancestors are from the Cherokee tribe, but you identify as black. You don't identify as a Cherokee Indian. So you can't get access to the land or the reparations. I don't fucking know. Like that were, you know, that that are signed into law or some shit. Like you're like basically separating yourself from your people because nobody fucking identifies as black. Like, except for those of us who don't really know who we truly are. So that is a conversation for another day. I spent almost 10 minutes just talking about that. But maybe that's a talking point for another episode once I, you know, have a bit more research. Um, but I don't know. Do your research if you're interested in this kind of stuff. Because most of my um, my listenership is nominated people, Afro-Indigenous people. Just really tap into your genealogy. Learn a fuck about, like, learn where your people are from. Or just, I don't know, learn about your, learn about black people, I guess. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I'm Do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Don't make me no different. Um, But what I really, really came on here to talk about, I won't be here for long, but what I really, 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 really came on here to talk about is that I... Like my preference, preference, preference to be in connection with people who want to have fun. If y'all just see my last post, y'all know where this is coming from. Who want to enjoy life, want to enjoy life's unfolding, unfoldment, whatever. Um, and, and, all caps, emphasis, and heal and face they're demons. Do the shadow work. I cannot, absolutely, positively cannot deal with people who are just in an escapism mode, you know, because 
I'm facing some hard shit some days, right? And you not you may not be able to understand or you may understand in a way that really triggers you and you may not know how to deal with it. So I just, I love people who are intentional about their healing or intentional about their growth. I be going through shit, right? But I still find time to enjoy myself. Like I can still be happy right now. I'm not waiting until, and my, my journey is never over, right? It's no such thing as like complete. There's no such thing as complete when you think about it, except for when I leave this body. There's no such thing as complete. I'm going to be growing, learning, evolving all the fucking time. So, I mean, something can happen tomorrow and I, that I don't realize. Uh, I mean, that triggers something that I never really paid attention to or whatever. And then it takes me now down another path of healing. So my whole point of like making this episode is to say, like, if you're here to just escape, if you're here to not face, like, this is what I'm, all right, prime example, everything that's going on in the world, right? My biggest thing is getting back to nature, like getting back to the basics, like buying land, um, growing my own food, all that kind of stuff, right? If that's where I see the way everybody else is going, you know, they say when they go left, you go right. I see where everybody else is going. Everybody just excited because we back outside, you know, COVID restrictions lifted, um, you know, whatever. And some people are just like, they just want to enjoy. Like, they just want to, they, they was locked up. They felt like they was caged animals. They just want to be outside. And I am more on a path of like, all right, that happening, like I'm focusing on the solution, you know, instead of just running from my problems. Like, that happening made me realize that somebody else, some system, some organization had more control over my life than I actually did. So what do I want to do? I want to be a sovereign being. I want to own my own land. I want to know how to heal my family holistically. I want to know how to protect myself. This is why we buying up guns. Like, okay, I want to know how to protect myself. I want to train. I want to know situational awareness. I want to know how to be healthy mind, body, and spirit. I want to know how to be a great parent. I want to homeschool my child me homeschool her right now she's in homeschool but she's being homeschooled by a another organization another institution and i I'm, i don't have like a full like i don't have as much control over what they're pouring into her you know what i mean like all right so prime example i'm just going to dive into this a little bit and then i'm get back on the main topic of you know me wanting something different and i can't deal with people who are just trying to escape um, me wanting something more, let me say, well, it's different and more because it's different from what they want. Um, and it's also more, um, than what they're displaying that they want. Um, like prime example with my daughter being homeschooled and whatnot. Um, she could be taking a class that's kind of like not irrelevant, like, but just not applicable to her. Right. Like we'll say all the time we sit down and we talk about her grades and, you know, her work classwork and stuff. And I'm not like I was a straight A student. I was a like perfectionist. I was a um, what's the word? I was a. Uh, oh, what are they called? Uh, perfectionist. Uh, I don't know. Like, but I basically I was hard on myself. If I got anything less than an A, I would like be really, really hard on myself like. I, it would really put me in a bad place because I like, I don't know. I just felt, felt like I had so much to prove to the people in my life. So I always wanted to go above and beyond. I can't think of what this is called. What the fuck is it called? Y'all? I don't know. But anyway, 
Um, so this, like, I, I found myself in, in these institutions, in these schools, like, I've learned that all it is is about memorization, like, and regurgitation. Like, they just want you to memorize the shit that they tell you and spit it back out to them. It's indoctrination. They want you to be who they want you to be, right? Um, and it's not it's not a journey of self-discovery. Like, I feel like if, you know, me, me, my idea of her schooling or unschooling, as they say, of me, you know, nurturing her and helping her, you know, evolve into the best version of herself, um, only she knows what the best path for her is because she knows her better either than I do. You know, she's living her life every day. She's the only person in her shoes all day, every day. Um, but like the school system kind of like indoctrinates her. It's speak this way, think this way, act this way. Um, one of the, the issues, conflicts that we had was math. This new math that they're doing is is bullshit. Like, I don't know what the fuck. How do you just change the math? Like, I'm confused. Like, now you don't carry the one anymore and things like that. She would get the answer. She would get the same answer that, you know, the rest of the class got. But she got to it in a different way. And the teacher would get upset. And I'm like, you're, you're, that's indoctrination because you're, you're basically telling my child and I, I encourage her to express herself and stand up for herself. So she said this to the teacher, like you basically saying that although there's a million and one ways to get to the same destination, like your way is the best and I should only do it your way. And that's not how life fucking works. So this is what I mean when I say like, okay, I want to pull her out of that system because she's being indoctrinated. She's not being um, allowed to, you know, it's not a journey of self-discovery. Like I personally, personally feel like I have her best interest at heart. Not personally feel like I fucking know. Ain't even no personally feel like that's, that's deep. That's at the core. Like I know I have her best interest at heart and I want to see her become the best version of herself, not the best version of me like another version of me like I just popped out my you know how we say like our mini me she's not my fucking mini me she's her like you know anyway <laughs> but back to the point this is why I really can't you know get jiggy with motherfuckers who just want to like oh we back outside like yo you trying to go to the bar you trying like no bro no when the last time you called your mom when the last time you kicked it with your dad? When the last time you kicked it with your kids? When the last time, like, come on. I'm that, like, I'm not a surface level kind of person. So I can't just sit around and do surface level shit. Because I start seeing the real motherfuckers. Like, I start seeing what people really get going through. Right? Like, people might put up that face all the time. And they just out living life. They having fun. No, they escaping. 99.9% of the time, they're escaping. I'm telling you, because they can't deal with their reality. They really can't deal with their reality. So how do we create a space, a safe space for you? And I'm not saying like, okay, I'm just completely against those kind of people. Like I be hoping sometimes that those kind of people come into my space and realize that there's more to life than what they're doing. And that that's what happens so often. But it's kind of draining. Like, there's a song, like, when I was drowning, I didn't know. It's a her song. At the end, she does spoken word. And she's like, and when I was drowning, I didn't know he was the anchor. So some of us healers or I didn't even start calling myself a healer. I was just naturally that because people always came to me. Um, But, you know, some of us who are healers or whatever, um, we want to, like, be, you know, open, like, and accept all, you know, come as you are kind of thing. But then we notice that 
Like we kind of got to lower our vibration to meet people where they are in order to try to bring them up to where we are. And that's fucking draining. I used to do that all the time. Like, oh, well, you know, I, I, maybe I can help them like, you know, like get to where they're going faster. Like, but you can't rush anybody else's process. But anyway, people would come into my space and, you know, they would see like, yo, okay, so damn, her life really is like, she is really is the head of the time of her life. She really is happy to be here. Like, damn like her meditation really does help her like maybe i should start meditating damn her eating good really does help her like maybe because it's like it's it's boosting your energy like it's it's all vibration so like high vibrational food eating mainly fruits and vegetables i'm getting back i don't always do this so i'm not making it seem like i'm perfect but when you see the the impact your everyday like routine has on your life or whatever people come into my space and be like yo she really happy like damn like when she be talking about shadow work online or she be talking about this and that like especially family members like we can have a real deep healing conversation but we gonna be cracking the fuck up the whole time because i'm not one of the people that it has to be all like we got to be prim and proper we got to be like oh no like healing has to be intense like no let's just have transformational conversations every once in a while you know tell me what really is going on with you right I was for a while, like, with my what two people that are really near and dear to me, really close to me. I was trying to do a thing where we get together every weekend. I mean, or every week and, like, just check in with each other. Like, real check-ins. Real fucking check-ins. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I see escapism. This is the analogy that I was, like, using earlier about, like, comparing our lives to cars. Um... And I'm just going further it a bit more. I was saying, like, just like a car, you need, like, regular check-ins. The same way you need a regular, you know, a regular tune-up or something. Like, you know, really just tapping with yourself. Like, check-in to make sure that everything is calibrated correctly. Uh, so that you make sure you're on the right path. Make sure um, all your fluids is topped off. Make sure you're hydrating yourself. You know, like, it's an equivalent to each part. Like, if you would, you know, make sure your fluids is good in your car. Make sure you you, you hydrate it or whatever. Like, giving your body the the the... Um, what it needs. I'm getting distracted because there's messages coming in on my phone, but I'm I'm just not gonna look. Um, the traction, like making sure you you know, like checking your your tires, making sure you on the. But all like the same way you maintain a car, you got to maintain your life. Would you run? Escapism is like just driving that car, just driving it, never pulling over to make sure. You know, well, it's going to run out of fuel at some point and you're going to have to give it attention at some point. Your check engine light going to come on at some point and you're going to have to. So do you want to be this is there's preventative maintenance and there's like, you know, proactive versus reactive. You can be proactive and you can pay it. You take attentional time with yourself to address smaller issues before they become big or you, you know, have a big issue. Maybe there's childhood trauma and you just you visit it every once in a while. And you slowly but surely, like, make it less of an impact on you, you know, as you go on throughout this life, right? Do you want to, now, let's think of think of that fucking childhood trauma. Let's say it's a huge childhood trauma that really impacted you in a major way. It still impact, uh, uh, impacts you in adulthood. That's like a ball and chain if you're not addressing it and you just running. Eventually, you're going to get tired. Eventually, you're going to crash and burn. Same thing with the car analogy. Eventually, that car is going to burn the fuck out because you've never pulled over to address. Like, even fucking NASCAR motherfuckers go to pit stops and make sure they get their tires 
even at a fast pace, even if you live in a fast life and you like, oh, I don't just, I just don't have time. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I can't deal with, like, I'm over it. I'm no longer inviting people into my space who aren't, like, intentionally focusing on healing and evolving, like, and, like, facing their demons. Like, because I know too many people, I see too many people who just want to be drugged out. And I get it. This shit is heavy. I get it. People ask me all the time, like, yo, you don't really smoke. You don't drink. How the fuck are you going through this life sober? Because I found ways to, like, find happiness. I found ways to find joy. I found ways to, you know, find peace without all of it. I don't need any external, you know. Of course, those, they fucking amazing. When I'm high, I feel fucking amazing. It's not, this is not an anti, anti, <laughs> anti-cannabis podcast. This is just a... Or, well, I'm just saying cannabis because I don't do anything else. I've never done anything else uh, besides, like, alcohol. But um, I'm just saying I'm not into escapism. And I'm not letting anybody into my space. That That's all they want to do. Um, yeah. I People come into my space and they're like, damn, like, I talk to you about shit that I don't talk to anybody about. That's a problem. That's a problem because I probably didn't come into your life or we probably didn't start developing a relationship. These are people that probably been into in my life for a long, long time. But like, all right, there's this, there's this game. We are not really strangers by the Red Table Talk, like Jada Pickett Smith and, you know, her family or whatever. Um, and I like to play that with my loved ones because you realize that you really don't know them. Like, you really don't. Like, they're, you're really just, y'all just know each other because y'all been in the same fucking family. But you have no idea what demons they're facing, what they're battling and whatnot. But, you know, I'll do things like that. Play the game or, you know, just have, like, intentional, like, transformational conversations with loved ones. And they be like, yo, I never told anybody this. How old are you? You never told anybody. Like, never. Like, I don't know if you're trying to gas me up, trying to make it seem like I'm really helping you or... Like, you just never told anybody this? Like, that's kind of fucked up. Like, that nobody... Like, we don't be really having, like, anybody to talk to, you know? Or we just don't feel like... You know, the the biggest thing I see is that a lot of people just feel like they don't want to be a burden. But we all feeling that way, though. Right? We all feeling that way. Because sometimes when I go through stuff, I'm like, yo, somebody else probably dealing with their shit, too. Like, I don't really think they want to hear. And then I I just ignore that voice. And I call somebody and I cry. I called my sister the other day crying because something happened in my life. Like, And that gave her, like, she got to see me in a vulnerable state. She got to see that I don't always have it figured out. So this is, like, kind of a message to the strong friend, too, because if you don't share with people when you're you know down they're gonna assume that you always have it figured out right and think about it it's it's, it's one of the people it's, it's usually excuse me it's the it's usually the people with the biggest smile on their face i just posted something like this the other day um the people who smile the brightest suffer the most or something like that with the it's, it's usually the people with the biggest smile on their face who look like they happy you look at their social media and then you know next thing you know they you know, they snapped out and they hurt themselves or they hurt other people because they're not dealing with their shit or they feel like they're a burden on other people. Man, I don't give a fuck. Call me a fucking burden. I'm calling you and I'm crying because for me to sit and deal with this, it's unfair for me to think that I got to go through all this by myself. 
Like, if we was meant to go through li- our lives by ourselves, we wouldn't have a multitude of motherfuckers to lean on. Why the fuck is there a community if you're supposed to be so individ- individualistic and just do everything by yourself? Why the fuck if you into, you know, uh, some of us, I don't know who's listening and what y'all, y'all, y'all belief system are, but if you believe in God, the universe, Allah, Buddha, whatever, they, they blessed you with all these motherfuckers, and, but they, they still want you to like do everything by yourself and figure everything out by yourself. So I'm, I've been talking for too long. I just want to say, um, enough of the escapism shit, like find people that you can connect with. It's easier said than done. I know, um, find people who you can connect with, who can see you for who you truly are. Because think about being on the club scene, right? Let's say people, you know, they're hanging out more because, you know, we back outside or whatever, right? They they on the club scene. Everybody you see at the bar in the club, they're going to see you all dressed up. They're going to see you at your best. Get connected to motherfuckers who don't mind seeing you at your worst, who still love you at your worst. Damn, I'm going to leave that right there. I love y'all. Peace. So you're tuned in, tapped in, turned on to the This God is Closed podcast, and you're wondering how you can support. All you have to do is like, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review, tell us any um, topics you would like to discuss. That's how you can support energetically. If you would like to support more monetarily, you can go to patreon.com slash this goddess glows and you will receive access to readings tarot readings for the collective for divine masculine for divine feminine and a bunch of other things we're going to be um, adding in some workshops and things of that nature soon if you would like to support our merchandise you can go to this goddessglows.com you can get some affirmation t-shirts, some healing and health guides. Um, yeah, some digital cookbooks. It's a holistic approach over there as well. You can also simply go to Zakia Chase. Go to my Instagram um, and you can follow me. Support energetically. Tell a friend to pull up. We don't, we don't ask for much. I don't really ask for anything. All the support, all the love, all the attention that we receive on this podcast is all that which wants to be in support, you know? So, yeah, if you love to support, those are the ways you can support. And I love you and I look forward to talking to you soon. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the This God is Closed podcast. I'm so grateful for your support. I'm so grateful for your listening ear. I'm so grateful that my messages and my my um, my guest messages were able to vibrate in your soul and provide you with that love, that energetic love that you absolutely need. This is Reiki through the motherfucking airways. We healing people with this. I'm healing people with my voice, y'all. This is beautiful. So again, tune in with us every Sunday 
at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and get some love. Allow someone to pour into you with with the authenticity, real, raw, and uncut. We ain't holding no motherfucking punches, okay? If you wanted a podcast where motherfuckers is prim and proper and they just talking about like basic shit, they ain't getting underneath the surface, go somewhere else. But if you like this real, raw, uncut, authentic, getting loved up on for being exactly who you are holistically, then stay here and see us again on the next episode. I love you and I'll talk to you soon.